So welcome to today's podcast. I am Natasha Faranja, your host and guest for today. So today is a two-for-one special. I know you guys will enjoy listening to me. And I do have reviews that say my voice notes taps, but think of this as a long voice note. So my gossip for today, Omushene, it's giving bilingual queen, if you know, you know, is on the illuminating journey that explores the impact of machine learning in healthcare within sub-Saharan Africa. So disclaimer, we're more or less highlighting what is happening in this area. So I would say it's not like an in-depth view, but it's more of a starting point in terms of understanding what's happening. So another serious disclaimer, I am not a tech babe, but my attempt at coding is just texting LMFAO. <laughs> But I can confirm I'm a researcher at the Center for Intellectual Property and Information Technology, also known as CIPIT. And I am part of the AI Policy Center. Our areas of research are on the regulation, formulation and deployment of AI within the global south. So I know machine learning sounds hella complicated and complex, but it's not. I promise you. I think at the end of this podcast, you'll definitely agree with me. So let's get into this. So first, we'll look at what machine learning is the current issues in the healthcare system, basically why it's giving ghetto, and lastly, how machine learning is addressing present deficiencies and transforming healthcare systems in Africa. So what is machine learning? So it's not a machine learning itself. That's a joke. I hope you guys laugh. In complex terms, it's an application of AI, and it's a process of using mathematical models of data to help a computer learn without direct instruction. So basically, this enables a computer to continue learning and improving on its own based on its own experience. So my general understanding of this, it's giving character development for machines, which basically helps you make better decisions. You know, experience is really the best teacher and even machines know it and we love to see it. So there's no shortcut in life, guys, but I think I'm talking about machines if any one of you are confused. So back to serious things, let me give a practical example of how it would actually work. So let's imagine we have a kid who has never seen a dog before. So we show the kid pictures of a dog and tell the kid these are dogs. After seeing many pictures, the kid can recognize patterns like the fur, ears, and size of the dog. Now, when you show the kid a new picture, they can say, hey, I think this is a dog. So you'll be like, yeah, you got that right. So basically, that's how machine learning works. Now let's talk about healthcare. So I want you guys to picture yourself in any sort of hospital, whether in the city, center, or shags, so known as rural areas for those who need translation. I want you guys to think of frustrating things that happen within a hospital from start to end. It's like when you first walk in, when you register, the information gathering process, the initial evaluation of the doctor, diagnostic tests, if any, and treatment plans, as well as follow-up. So basically, within these various processes I've mentioned and stated, there are very many issues that come about that are currently present within our healthcare system in Africa. They include, but are not limited to, uneven distribution of resources. So think of hospitals in the city, as well as hospitals in shags. Like, they do feel like they're two different worlds apart. Think of, like, the shortages of doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals present. Again, this looks at or means longer waiting times and reduced quality care. And just think about generally how disorganized it is. Like when you go to the hospital and your records are lost. So basically you're starting afresh due to limited data collection, lack of standardized medical records and poor data management systems. So I know this sounds hella chaotic, 
But despite the chaos, currently we are seeing a shift where there's more of a proactive approach that involves the reinventing of healthcare within Africa. So at the center of this revolutionary process, we have key emerging technological processes such as machine learning. So I hope you guys remember what machine learning is. As I said, it's not a machine learning itself, but it's the actual process of machines learning through experience. So think of it again as a clever friend who learns from looking at lots of examples and then helps you make predictions or decisions based on what you've actually learned. So basically like astrology but for computers. So how is machine learning transforming healthcare in Africa? So machine learning has the ability to process and analyze large volumes of data, identify patterns and generate insights. So this has a potential to literally transform healthcare delivery, improve diagnostics, treatment, as well as healthcare management systems. So how are we seeing this? So key examples will have like disease diagnostics. So machine learning algorithms can assist in diagnosing diseases from medical images, such as x-rays and MRIs. So this is like particularly valuable in areas with shortage of skilled radiologists. So basically long gone are the days of hearing there's no one to do this here as machine learning comes to the rescue. Key examples of this within the continent, we have a project in Uganda known as Radiant. It uses machine learning to detect signs of pneumonia from chest x-rays, aiding healthcare workers in diagnosing cases more accurately and efficiently. We also have predictive analytics. So machine learning models can predict disease outbreaks and identify health trends by analyzing large data sets. So this more or less enables authorities to take preventative measures and allocate resources more effectively. So no more saying it's an actual ghetto because long gone are those days thanks to machine learning. And we have key examples of this within the continent such as Nigeria where machine learning is used to predict outbreaks of the Lassa fever, helping health authorities respond promptly and controlling the spread of the disease. We also have cool things such as machine learning analyzing continuous patient data from wearable devices, altering health providers to change in health status and enabling timely interventions. So think of like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, but this time you're actually wearing it not to look cool, but to actually monitor your health. So these sort of devices are like equipped with machine learning algorithms that can monitor vital signs, detect irregularities and send alerts to healthcare professionals if intervention is needed. So more or less these are just like a few examples of how machine learning is changing the healthcare system in Africa. However, we have to appreciate that with any sort of change comes caution. So like you know when you think many good things are happening in your life and you're like, "Ooh, sounds a bit fishy and suspicious." Basically, this is it. And the suspicion here is, I would say, data privacy. So what does this look like? So with machine learning comes issues such as data privacy. And within these issues, we have potential issues such as potential data breaches. Machine learning models usually require large amounts of data to learn effectively. So basically, the storing and processing of this data creates a risk of data breaches if the data is not protected effectively. Thus, personal and sensitive information can potentially be exposed to unauthorized parties. 
We also have data misuse. So collecting data for machine learning could be collected for other purposes than what individuals gave consent to. So concerns about privacy violations and the misuse of personal information could possibly arise. We also have transparency. So it can be challenging for like individuals to understand how the data is being used in complex machine learning systems. So we have to ensure transparency on how the data is used so we can build trust and address privacy concerns. So all these issues allude to compliance with data protection laws and ensuring that organizations that utilize machine learning have privacy measures in place that protect and safeguard individuals' data. So at SIPIT, where I work, AI and data governance is our core work as we undertake a lot of research that assesses how privacy is protected within these key areas of AI, such as healthcare. So we have a report known as the New Wave of eHealth, where we assess AI and privacy concerns, and it's a case study within Kenya. So in this report, my colleague Joshua and I assess privacy initiatives of various AI eHealth startups, and AI being the biggest system of machine learning, this paper is very relevant and applicable to today's discussion. So basically, we just looked at how effective these AI e-health startups are, the privacy policies that were used, and were they in compliance with our Data Protection Act and international guidelines such as the OECD principles on AI. So basically, our recommendations on the report were that there are privacy policies in place. However, the existing privacy regulation in Kenya is heavily rooted in consumer choice-based model. So this is reflective of notice and consent. So consumers in general encounter this approach through presence of notifications and banners are linked to lengthy privacy policies and terms and conditions that we as consumers rarely read because they're really long, which is very true. And I know all of you listening to this podcast have never really read through a privacy policy. I know you just take off, yeah, I understand all the terms, but what terms are you understanding? So as much as I can lecture all of you on not reading and doing a due diligence, I would say the burden is really not on you, but more on the developers and owners of these sorts of platforms. So a shift is required where the burden should be placed on the developers and owners of these platforms rather than us. So what we suggest is employing more of a privacy by design approach that instills the right to privacy from the very beginning of the development of these platforms and systems to the very end, where there's heavy emphasis on human-centered design. So basically, human values such as privacy, confidentiality, ownership, and informed consent when developing and implementing these AI e-health platforms. So I would say this inherently creates and establishes a local ecosystem of trust and reliability. So for more information on this report, I would definitely say head over to our website to read more in-depth. I think all I've done today is just summarize it. And by reading it, you too can become an AI and data governance expert. So I hope today you've learned more and about AI and especially machine learning within healthcare. So I hope the podcast was informative. And next time if somebody asks you what machine learning is, you can definitely throw a few words in and describe it. And I call that growth. So I hope you learn and I hope you have a great day today. Thank you for listening.